Okay, this is going to be called Media Bias, B is for Bias, Media Bias Index. I'm going to have a conversation in a few minutes with a guy at Predict It that I had set up some kind of a thing, and I'll explain all that later, but I'm going to try to record this. Calendar to call you at this time uh, about generating the Media Bias Index. And uh, so I had to be candid, I had kind of forgotten that we put this on my calendar, so I didn't do any prep work. But uh, in the past, what I had done was try to generate a media bias index with um, Intrade, with the CEO of Intrade. And we were actually making progress on that. And then he died climbing Mount Everest. So uh, that never went anywhere. And now you have responded to the similar request, maybe to build it for uh, Predict It. So who knows, maybe we can generate a media bias index on, from, based on Predict It and or Predict It's approach to things, which is, you know, what do people who have this, you know, how, how would they generate a media bias index kind of free from media bias based on what um, people who put their money where their mouth is rather than how people feel about the media bias? And I think that would be very helpful out in the industry. You could be the industry leader in measuring media bias, not only measuring it, but People could make money off of your measurement and betting for it or against it in, in uh, bracketed instruments. So I think this would be a fascinating idea. I'd love to pursue it with you. Uh, just to, to let you know, I had a, ha, I've had submitted ideas time again to predict it. And I was trying to find where I had submitted this idea. And I, I, I have another email address that I have used with predict it. And that's kevino.career at gmail.com and I had in uh, when did this happen I don't have a date of when I sent this email it's February 4th 5.10pm uh, uh, 2020 so it was this February and uh, oh that's when I sent you the email for this um, what I wanted to do was to point out that I had uh, gotten another uh, um, contract quoted or posted, and the quote post are the ones that have generate a lot of data, and that's how many tweets will the will Trump generate. So I was the one who who um, who suggested that, and I'm looking for my emails. I just had the email up, and somehow I have lost it. Uh, Oh, shucks. So, uh, I'll, if you get me...
Alright, well, I just uh, made a second phone call to Will. I apparently was long-winded and wanted to un-long-wind un the thing, and I didn't record it. And so, um, I found the market suggestion I sent him on December 17th and started reading it, so I think I'll read it here. Uh, it was December 17th, 2019 at 9.41 a.m. I wanted to propose a permanent regular market similar to the ones about how many tweets the president sends out. This market would be a settlement of a current price at the of the top three or four or however many predict it once of the top press candidates for the day and whether or not that price will go up that day or week, etc. The reason for such a liquidity market is because Predictic takes a 10% off the top in winnings and 5% withdrawal feed, so if I wanted to buy the Biden contract, it doesn't make sense to do it until I think I can beat the board. Today, Biden was at $0.38 cents the day I sent it, and it wouldn't really make money until it hit $0.35. Cents. But a market that resolves daily or weekly could pay out at 100 if the predicted price is $0.31, cents, thus magnifying the capability of beating the board. Best regards, Kevmo. Okay, and then Will sent on December 23rd, which is two days before Christmas, on then back to 2019. Huh. Shouldn't be working two days before Christmas, dude. Anyways, that's the way things are. He said, thanks, Kevin. Interesting idea. We'll re review with our team. And then I noticed that there have been um, uh, things where we were predicting the popularity of a person on RCP and it's bracketed. So there's something we can get daily or weekly uh, um, uh, predicted pricing and, and resolution. So that's something that's kind of cool. I like this. This Instead of having to wait till November to get paid on these contracts, we can get paid daily or weekly or monthly or whatever. And that, that is cool. That's that's right up the the alley of uh, predicted, which is trying to study the market crowds and where things are going and people who put their money down where their mouth is, what do they have to say versus how accurate is the information in terms of polling. So it's right up there, everybody's alley. And so I wanted to, I guess I wanted to get credit for it. So, <laughs> but they haven't pursued it. All right, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I had started recording and now it stopped. This is the second time I thought I had started recording and it has stopped. This is not going to work. And the, the point that I basically brought up was how is ABCs for B for media bias in the predicted media bias index? How does that, what does that have to do with assholes bullshit in Christianity? As it doesn't have much to do with Christianity, especially since we're gambling. And there is bullshit, so you're dividing through the bullshit. And people are assholes on that board with a comment board, but uh, that's just the way things are on the internet. You're not going to do nothing about that, especially since it's free and it doesn't really, shouldn't be affecting anybody's um, behavior, okay? So since it doesn't have anything to do with Christianity, I probably will pull this from uh, one of the episodes uh, or one of the chapters in my book because it doesn't have anything to do with Christianity. There's nothing there. So um, I could use it as an analogy for Christianity and how we end up incrementalizing things. And so we can have incrementalized Christianity where zero is, so zero to 100 being the percentage of increment towards Christianity, a Christian meaning a Bible-believing Christian who believes that Jesus is God 
and and walks out in, in in his faith as if Jesus is God. Now, people want to install even more than 100%. They want to do the 110%, which is that you're the super duper Christian and you you never swear, you never fucking swear, and you never do the bad shit stuff. And you're perfectly in your faith and you walk on water and all that bullshit. That's bullshit. That's 110%. That's bullshit. The Bible says all you've required is a, is a mustard seed of faith. Okay? You can have faith that moves mountains. If you don't have love, you got bullshit. That's 1 Corinthians 13. So, you're turning something that's 100% faith into 110% bullshit. Faith that moves mountains, but no love. Bullshit. 110%. Cheerleader. Faith. Bullshit. So, along this continuum of zero, meaning you're not a Christian, you don't think it's even factual, you think it's a mythology, that's where I started, where I thought it was a myth. Now, negative would be anti-Christian, negative 10, 20%. You see a lot of negative, yeah, anti-Christianity on the, on the, in, on the not in-trade, but um, predicted, because I got used to dealing with in-trade. But it predicted, you see a lot of negative Christianity, anti-Christian bigotry on the internet. You see it in the world now. And as part of the ABCs, that might be something to address because people are going to be assholes when it comes to Christianity. They hate Christians. They hate, and the Bible even says they will hate you because of my name, you because of me, me being Jesus was talking at the time. And that's bullshit, but it's also truth that it really does happen. And you have to expect that people are going to hate you because they're assholes and they hate Christ. So there's assholes bullshit in Christianity. They are assholes who hate Christ. There's A and C, and it's bullshit that they do. They can't just leave us alone to to walk out our faith. Okay. So that would be then in the continuum of zero to one hundred percent. That would be negative. Anything negative, they hate you. They're bigoted anti-Christians. You know, fuck them. Okay. Uh, you're supposed to love them unconditionally as much as you love anyone else, love your enemy, that kind of thing. And I see very few examples of anybody doing that. And my ABC stuff is assholes, bullshit, and Christianity. It's people who believe that in Christianity, they're on the positive side of the zero to 100% continuum. They're not on the negative side. Okay. This whole book, this whole approach is not on negative, on the negative hating side. So, so now I just turned it right around saying I'm going to include bias because of the negative factor and how I am cutting it right off at the point of, no, we're not going to talk about the hatred because that's bullshit and it's bullshit against Christians and it's assholes against Christians. And so uh, we're going to say, oh, that's bad. That's wrong. The Bible says we need to expect it. And what do you do? You return it with love. And by doing so, you pour, pour keeping coals on their head. That's the revenge the Bible says you do. And yes, I want to point anybody reading this book, those ABCs, that they point them right at that and say, yes, if you can do that, if you can write a follow-up book saying, gosh, look, uh, I did this better than, than Kevin who wrote that, that, uh, that book. Uh, which is kind of a follow-up to everything is fucked and uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. 
because those were anti-Christian based. Those were at some point in time, the dude had a, a positive uh, um, bent towards Christianity. And then he went to Bible studies as a child, didn't get his, his Bible study questions answered. So he became an anti-Christian. So if that Bible study person had bothered to do their fucking homework and wade through the bullshit and didn't decide instead to be an asshole Christian, then we wouldn't even be following up on that 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 um, vituperative-filled book, okay? So, this is negatives talking about negative stuff. You're fighting fire with fire and... Uh, Okay, so I'm going to include this as a chapter in my book. However, it's negative. It's hatred. It's shit that doesn't work that I haven't seen work. I haven't seen Christians fighting fire or fighting fire with love or, or pouring it back onto the people, pouring co heaping coals on their heads by being uh, doormats. I haven't seen it. I, I don't watch it. I, 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 I kind of look for it. I haven't seen very many examples of it. What I'm seeing in modern Christianity is a bunch of selfish assholes who uh, like to loudly proclaim if somebody steps on their uh, their doormat toes over something. But the reality is that's not what they're doing. I don't see a lot of love. And and so we're in this phase where Jesus talked about, well, when he comes back, is he going to find faith on the on the earth? Because their people are not acting in faithfully, they're they're no longer not much love. Their people's love will go cold, is what it says in Peter, First Peter somewhere. Okay, this is a dangerous time that we live in, dangerous spiritually, because what used to be a strong love man had for their children and their lives, their wives and their their families, is being strapped and pulled away from them and destroyed by the world, by the civilian authorities of the day. Okay, so how do we knock this back to bias? The bias in modern society is going from zero, which is neither positive nor negative to towards Christianity, but positive bent towards history. From zero to negative, the bias is going negative. It's going anti-Christian. Okay, so on the continuum of zero to 100%, zero being, I don't really care about those Christians. They're just a bunch of, uh, you know, people who are have their own uh, uh, superstition. Let them have their superstition. To, I hate, hate Christians. I don't want them to get together for, for Easter. So let's use all of this coronavirus stuff to stop Christians from meeting on Easter. Okay, so the bias is strongly there, has always been there, and we Christians have talked about it, and uh, negative, negative anti-Christian bias, but people are, are, are dismissive of it. They, uh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it does, and it's getting worse. So, rewinding that back towards uh, uh, bringing us to how do you measure media bias, there, I have a whole... Th article I wrote on me measuring media bias and trying to get in trade interested in, in a generic media bias index. An index is something that it, 
you take in a whole bunch of facts and you it's kind of like um you try to divide by the number of facts or something like that so an index is something that's supposed to be like a percentage uh it's supposed to be something you measure and then you take out the thing that you measured so that you, all you end up with is a number so if you're counting apples and you want to count, say, uh, healthy apples versus um, uh, spoiled apples. And there's 100 apples. So, uh, so if you had 40 spoiled apples and 60 healthy apples, you'd have 60% uh, uh, of the apples are healthy. Okay? So the percent is the actual measurement the the bias index that's the index and then you the term itself is something that you have to be descriptive to to describe what you're actually describing but what biases in or indexes really try to um to measure apples to apples and only apples so you divide by apples and so then what you end up with is percentage and then you're originally we're looking at apples divided by apples which means that the the, you know, the, uh, okay, so I've lost what I'm trying to say. When you're doing math and your analysis of your your analysis of units, units analysis, your units drop out. So you're dividing miles per hour by five miles, okay? If you're going 100 miles per hour and you travel five miles, you already know you traveled five miles. You know you're already traveling miles, 100 miles per hour. How far did you travel in miles? Or no, uh, how long did you travel? If you're traveling 100 miles per hour and you traveled five miles, you probably traveled one twentieth uh, or five over 100, uh, one twentieth of a mile, or one or one twentieth of a of a of an hour, because miles drops out in your unit analysis. So your one twentieth of an hour is three minutes. In five miles, you drive three minutes. Or five miles in three minutes, you're, you're uh, I, I can't do the math in my head, but that, in units analysis, okay, the units drop out. And a, a, a bias, an index, a media bias index, the world crisis index as developed by uh, Intrade, before, which would cause me to want to do the media bias index, an index is supposed to drop out the units. So you would be counting apples per apples, and then once you, you have to tell everybody that the original count came from apples, because apples have dropped off of your index, your units analysis. Okay. And it gets tricky because you're dealing with, uh, you're dealing with religion. People get all bent out of shape over religion. You're dealing with unmeasurable things. Media bias, it's tough to measure. Um, which is kind of okay, because eventually if you come up with a way, this is how we choose to measure how blue is the sky. Well, today it's 
it's uh, 80% blue. And yesterday it was 60%. You want it to be, you know, a wide ranging measure because if it's always blue, it's always 100%, right? You're never really measuring anything. So you want it to be very, very light blue is zero and very, very dark blue is 100. So it's something in between and you want a, a wide measurement. So you can kind of get a scale of how blue is the sky or how biased is the media. You know, if, it, if you could find a way to measure how blue is the sky, you measure how biased is the media and then you keep measuring it. And then if it changes or some new thing comes along, at the time I, I proposed this index, we were looking at some dude named Foley who was doing something and then some other guy who had a, there was, so there was a, uh, liberal and a conservative crisis going on in the media, right? How much was the, how many mentions did the media have over the liberal thing versus the liberals oh, versus the conservative thing? That's one of the measure and just how many mentions. And so in order to do a bias, you don't want to have to be the guy that goes in and counts how many measurements, how many times does the media measure? You want to go be able to click to a website and say, oh, they mentioned it 1,500 times and the other one mentioned it 1,600 times. Somehow they're keeping track of it. Okay. And that's their job to keep track of that stuff. And so you go, okay, so the difference in mentions of these two stories is uh, the, the lefty one was mentioned 100 times more than the righty one. So that becomes your your measurement index for that particular term. How many mentions? And then you kind of go, well, okay, uh, how much money, right? If one of them is over over one payment to a hooker for $10,000 and the other is over uh, 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 50 different women who have filed 100 different or 50 lawsuits totaling $50 million, a million dollars per lawsuit, so $50 million versus one $10,000 issue. The difference is in money. You measure the money, total money, and poof, there's part of your index. And so you start adding all these things that you can measure for that those two particular incidents, and you can juxtapose them, and you come up with this media bias index. And you can do it for other things, too. You know, just general. Uh, this week, how biased was the media? And people will can answer on a poll, some internet poll, that it's their job at that site to keep track of it. And all you do is click through and say, okay, so to this week they said it was biased by 12 points, whereas last week it was biased by 20 points. So this week that's one of the elements in your media bias indexes of 12 points from this website. And so you come, you add up all these things and you 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 give different weight to different things, the thing that you think is the most weighty, you give it the most weight. So if you think that people dialing in on the internet is the most most uh, weighty thing that you could possibly look at for media bias, so you multiply that by 300 or something and the others by one, and then you give it a much more weight than uh, the others. So you, you weight those index, and then you just publish what you're doing to weighting the weight, cause weight, of the index, uh, weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, weight. You're weighting the index. You're weighing, you're adding weight to the index, to that term of the index. And then that's, that's subjective, how much you think it should be, right? That's why where it comes into play that, well, we are predicted or we are in trade. So we think that it should be weighted this much. And people who put their money where their mouth is and we make money off it, shoot, I would put a lot of weight on that. I put a lot more weight than almost anything else, right? Because I think that's important. And maybe they should. 
So you come up with a media bias index, and you, you publish the results, and you say, oh, this is how we do it. You can do it different. Here's a website. We'll set up a website so we can discuss media bias index. And you can publish your stuff on how biased the media is or isn't or whatever. Have all these arguments. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and if it comes too much trouble for, say, uh, um, predict it to manage that, and you just put the guy in charge that originally wanted the project, which is me. Okay, I manage it. And, and then you, you set up rules. You say, okay, you never get to delete anybody's post ever. And no post is ever allowed to be more than, say, five megabytes and uh, that kind of thing. And so if you if you start deleting posts, you're never really deleting them. You're moving them over to an archive. And so the archive is available only to people with the, say, the password, I guess, or only to people who uh, have a, a media bias index, uh, you know, you measure self-media bias index, right? And how far off are you from what you think the media bias is? So, for instance, I'm more conservative. And I see media bias in the you know the media all over the place. And so I am far more rightward than most. And so I, what I perceive is, say, 50 points of media bias, whereas your average person probably sees only 20 points of leftward media bias or 10 or zero, right? So... Uh, so I would be a 50 pointer right winger. So you would discount what I have to say, um, about how much media bias there is, I guess, or it depends on how you want to look at it. If you want to generate more measurability, then you increase people who are from the right and the left and how much they see the media bias. (laughs) What you're really trying to do is just figure out how much bias is there in the media and it's hard to measure. So you publish how you are measuring it. There might be other things that people tell you that you should be measuring, you know. What you should be measuring is the industrial output of bicycle manufacturers because bicycle manufacturers are only really doing well when the media bias is low and they do they do terrible when media bias is high. You know, they generate some weird thing that that somehow that makes it into the your your radar and you go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So let's include that. And how much weight are we going to give it? Well, we're going to give it as much weight as the predicted. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> you give it one tenth or one one hundredth as much weight as a predicted uh, thing. Okay. And what the predicted people have to say, but that's just my, that's how I would measure media bias. So I published a, you know, a, a, a first pass stab at, generating media bias and uh even ran a couple of scenarios where you know if this situation were what we were measuring this is what it would measure and it was down into the 20 30 point range it was measurable points and you could say oh well how much is the media bias going to be this week or this month with these two issues and you could say is it 10 20 30 40 50 100 points you know you could you could uh bracket it and people make money based on what other people are saying is how much bias is in the media and you can predict how much bias and then someone else coming along can say, well, according to these people who are authorities on media bias, right? Suddenly you with the index have the authority to determine how much media bias there is. And they're saying that the media is a 10 point media bias on this particular story. And then you go through the 50 stories and weekly, you know, that were juxtaposed to each other. And it's an average of, 12 points of media bias or or 
2.5 points or whatever. You know, you don't want there to be so few points that it's worthless to look at. If there, if there really isn't a lot of media bias, then you try to expand it so that it looks like you're measuring more than 2.5 points. And if there, if there, I think there is a lot of media bias, so it won't be too hard to find something that generates quite a few percentages. Uh, however, maybe it's just not that easy to measure. Measurement being the key and how you measure. And really, I don't want to be guy spending so much time measuring it. I want to rely on what other people are doing to do their measurement. And yes, you do have to rely on them not being biased in themselves. But eventually, sometime, point in time, you have to kind of trust somebody saying something is saying the truth and what they did and how much time they spent doing it and how much importance they attach to something. It's just how things work in the world. And uh, if you find you can't trust anybody to tell you the truth about anything, then you kind of kind of host with your approach to life. You just can't go anywhere. You have to trust somebody sometime with something. So, uh, so that's where we're at. That's media bias index.